The government's widened its net on importing health workers, saying it will help the country cope during a global shortage in the sector as we head into winter. It's added 32 new roles to the straight-to-residence pathway of the Green List, among them counsellors, drug and alcohol clinicians and social workers. Aotearoa New Zealand Association of Social Workers CEO Braden Clark joins us now. Tēnā koe, Braden. Oh, kia ora, Lisa. Did you get a heads up that this was happening? Uh, we'd heard rumours that this was happening, but not uh, not specifically, no, there wasn't any consultation with us about this. So is there a shortage of social workers? Look, certainly the evidence um, supports that, yes, there is a, a shortage of social workers. Um, but for us, what we really need to do is we need to um, have a social work workforce that reflects the communities that we that social workers work with, which is mainly Tangata Whenua and Pacifica and Aotearoa. Um, so for us, we'd like to see a greater focus on building um, our Tangata Whenua and Pacifica social work workforce rather than just importing this. This seems like a little bit like a Band-Aid solution to a problem that needs to address um, local solutions in New Zealand. So how well are we doing at recruiting those workers that you think we need? Look, it's a real challenge at the moment. Um, social workers have to do a four-year degree and do 120 days of unpaid placements, um, which is an incredible stretch for students um, and to be able to do. So it creates a real big problem. Um, we're, we're starting to address some of the issues in the sector around pay um, parity, um, but it is a really challenging um, area to recruit into. Uh, for us, it would be great to be able to um, focus on building um, a, a social work programs and training programs that um, support students through that they're paid to be able to do the placements um, and reduce some of those barriers to being able to enter into that workforce. So, Brayden, that's kind of the equivalent of the problem with student nurses, right? These um, people who are doing a qualification, they're literally working for free and studying at the same time in order to get the credits for the qualification. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And when you look at the amount of money that um, students get from support from government around the allowance and loan, um, it's just absolutely not enough for them to be able to live on. Um, so the government really needs to step up and um, to be able to provide a greater allowance or payment for these students that are studying in these really crucial areas. Uh, I don't think the solution is necessarily just importing them from overseas. We actually need to have some really tough conversations with government about how we support training um, nurses, social workers, teachers, all these uh, professions work in the public service, work for the greater good of Aotearoa but we don't support to train them in New Zealand. Um, and it's, it's really tough for our students at the moment. So first steps, you would like social work students to be paid while they do their placement of 100 and, what did you say, 120 hours? 120 days. Days, rather. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. We would absolutely love the government to um, step up and create a um, placement payment allowance for um, students to train them while they go through these um, their training programs. That would be a, a great solution to be able to enable people to um, be able to do this. I think with the cost of living, there's no way in the world that people can actually go in and take 120 days off work to be able to um, train full time and study and do what they need to do to be able to enter these really crucial professions. Have you put that to the government in a formal sense? And if so, what response have you got? Yeah, we have actually put that to the government um, in a formal sense, and they have kind of just brushed it off. Um, we're, we're very keen to work this year with some of um, the nurses and teachers and we've had some meetings around um, making this an, an issue for the government and um, for uh, it's an election year so um, trying to get cross-party support to actually address this issue. Um, the government isn't really particularly committed to doing this at the moment um, but we'd, so we'd really ask for the government to um, really consider this properly and meaningfully to be able to sort this out.
So how much does a mid-range social worker get? Because I'm wondering why we are not, besides that um, unpaid training component, why people are not queuing up to be social workers? Yeah, look, so um, historically social workers have been underpaid as a result of gender biases. Um, just recently, last year, the government's agreed to extend the Orangatamariki and the, the um, community pay equity claim out to the broader sector, which places the social workers in a, a range of around seventy to 100000 Um But historically, social workers have been earning around 50000 Now, the government pay equity um, extension only applies to their contracts. It doesn't apply to the philanthropic um, sector. And we know that the um, philanthropic sector and other organisations that don't necessarily get government funding is a large number of people that work in that area. So how they're going to get that pay equity and pay parity is going to be really difficult for them to achieve. Um, and that's something that, you know, at the end of the day, they're filling in gaps that the government hasn't provided for these services. Um, so, you know, I think there's some real, real big challenges there for social workers. Um, but hopefully over time as... Um, the pay parity comes comes rolled out that some of these issues will be addressed, but that requires government to take a few quick, a few more quicker steps there. Good to talk to you, Braden. Thank you for your time. That's the uh, CEO of the Aotearoa New Zealand Association of Social Workers there.